the British law wants us right now, at this time, as much as we're delaying it, the Vaishnava wants us to enter into the Sugi of Tishabav. It's so hard to you. All year long, what we ever talk about is the Avraida of Simcha. Simcha, Simcha Sechayim, Simcha by Mitzvahs, Simcha Shalambayis. And now, Kadesh Baruch Hu is telling us to enter into the Sumya of Tishabav. And how do we enter into the Kedusha, to the Pneumias of this day that's going to be a big, big Yantiv, the biggest Yantiv? It's already a Yantiv. It's already a Yantiv for those who live, who live a little bit in the Bate Gavoy in the inner chamber of the king. But certainly, like the Rebbe of Natali Rachitzi used to say when it came out like this, when Tishabov came out with Shabbos, so he used to go with Shalashidas till 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. The eating stopped, of course, by Shkia. But the Rebbe of Natali used to go Shalashidas till it was very late at night. And then some of the older Chassidim came over to say, you know, Rebbe, it's Tishabov, it's about 11 o'clock at night. So Rabbi Naftali Rav used to say that Shabbos is a chashav ayur. Shabbos is a very chashav guest. Tishbav is not such a chashav guest. In Tishbav, you can tell him to wait. Right now, I'm busy with Shabbos. But even for the Rabbi Naftali, Tishbav arrived. Tishbav would come. And we're here again. We're dying by Nishan. So it's a very hard thing. Every year I feel the weight of the Achrayis, of the Diburim, of this time. And more than any other time of the year, I feel the weight of the Diburim. Because we're so far from this Indian, not so far from this Indian, of really understanding and feeling the Tsar of Knesset Yisrael, the Tsar of the Shechina Kedoshah. And I wish I didn't have to say anything but to speak at all and just to be with everybody and to say keenness. That's also one of the inyanan of Golas that there's such a matzah that I have to say something. So how do we come into the sugi of Tishabah? What can we think about a little bit? What's not vital that maybe could be more people like ourselves to taste something of the pneumias of this day. Everybody knows the Gemara says in Brachas, Miyayim Shachar Besamikdush Nen Alu Sharetzila. That since the destruction of Besamikdush, the Shari Tfila, the gates of our Tfilas, through which our Tfilas need to enter, are locked. Ninaru Shari Tfila, Ninalu Shari Tfila. And the Makar of that is the Pasik and Eich that we're going to read in a few minutes. 
with the Novi says in the third paragraph, Ki Ezak even if, even though I, I call out, I'm screaming and I'm pleading, Gamki Ezak Vashaveya, Sosam Trilasi. My davening, my tefillah is shut out, it's kept out. Sosam Trilasi. This, by the way, is Nagela Halacha for right now. The Shulchanarach brings, the Beisesi brings from Nagos Mordechai, from Nagos Maimonides, it's put it down, the Rishonim, that at least the Kaddish that we say after Eicha we don't say what? We don't say that our tefillah is accepted. Some say the whole Tishba not to say Tishkabel just, just tonight after Eicha a different heart. But there's a problem. So some tefillah the Bariolam is pushing away our tefillah. Since the Churban Beis Amikdash, there's a gate, there's a door that's locked. So everybody knows that the Bariolam gave an Eitzah. The old Jews always say that the Yid, a Jew always, if the Chfinin and Eitzah Gefinin, a Jew always has to find an Eitzah when something is locked. There must be an Eitzah. There must be a way to get in. So everybody knows what the Gemara says over there. Afa Pisha Sharit Fila Ninalu, Sharidima Loy Ninalu. That even though the gates of Tfilas, that gate, the Sharit Tfila, are locked, but Sharidima Loy Ninalu. But the gates of Demois, when a Jew cries, so there's no gate, there's no wall that can remain as a barrier to block the Demois, the Pchiz, so the, the tears of a Jew. Shnema says in Tillon, Shema Tfilosi Hashem, Shavosi Hazina, El Demosi Al Techerash. El Demosi, no matter what. El Demasi to the Demos to the Tears Al Tachrish the Bereshit hears when a Jew when a Jew cries out with Demos then the gates are blown open. Everybody knows how Rabbi Akiva became Rabbi Akiva. We grew up with the story of Rabbi Akiva. I think all of our Rabbis wanted to inspire us to become like Rabbi Akiva. And in some way we all did. We decided that we wouldn't learn until we'd be 40. <laughs> but had the Rabbi Akiva become Rabbi Akiva? As I'll say, everybody knows the story. There are different, the Gemara Yavam is... Chazal and obviously Rabbi Nelson, that everybody knows that Rabbi Kiva saw saw a stone and that a hole was carved through the stone from the water dripping on that rack. A hole was carved through and through the stone. And Rabbi Kiva understood that if it's possible for the water which is so soft and so gentle and delicate and tiny drops 
to somehow penetrate and to carve a hole through a hard stone. And even a person like myself, if Akiva came to such a maskan, even a person like myself can change. So there's a word from there, from the Hedegar Rugesabaisam. Listen to what the Rugesabaisam says. The Rugesabaisam says that it's the teva of water. There is such a kayak that water has. Water can do that. The tiny little drops of water are able to carve a hole through the hardest object of the stone. But that's only, the Rugesabaisam explains that what we learn from here, it's only if the drops are over a long period of time dripping on one place. If there's a continuous dripping, a consistent continuous dripping, and not only that, but the drops of water are not dispersed here and there, nothing will happen. But there's a concentrated continuous laser beam of drops that are dripping on one spot. And if they're dripping for a long time, El Mokim Echad, on one spot, then over the course of time, there can be a, a hole carved in the stone. But if the water is divided and dispersed and dripping here and splashing there, sometimes in this place, sometimes in that place, so then, certainly, it's not going to make any hole in the stone. It's not going to open any gates. It's not going to break down any walls. So the Rukh said, it's the same thing when it comes to tears. Tears, the Rukh said, tears have the valdige koyach. To break down the mechitzah shalbarzal that's been Standing since the Churban Beisamikdash, Sosam Tfilosi, Gamki, Ezak Vashaveya, Sosam Tfilosi, there are gates that are between us and our Tfilas. And the Rukh Zabaisim said that we learned from here, from what Rabbi Kiva saw that day in the world, in nature, that the, that the drops that fall from the eyes of a Jew have a gewaldige koyach to break even a powerful, powerful machitza, stone, rock, whatever it is, but that's only if the tears are not falling here and there, are not separated and splashing and displaced and dispersed, but it's only if the tears are falling into one place. That's what Eruga Zabaisim said. Let's understand on our Madrig what that means, because I believe that in this Torah of the Tzaddik, is hidden the Avaida of Tishabov even for people like us. There's no shortage of Jewish tears in the world. There are Yidin that are sitting right here, that even though right now they might not be crying, but when nobody sees them, sometimes a husband, a wife, a good friend, but usually by oneself. There's some here, certainly hidden in many, many places, 
crying because of something with Shalom Bayez. Something has gone wrong between a husband and a wife. <laughs> Two people who loved each other maybe had to wait many years until they were able to find each other and go into the chuppah. And the disappointment that their life together is not in any way, in any way meeting up with their anticipation and the hopes of what marriage would be. Children, parents are crying over children, child who's got to be not well, a child who's well but doesn't listen, doesn't hear, a child that doesn't, God forbid, doesn't want to keep mitzvahs, doesn't want to keep Shabbos, doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to daven. Kainasa. Kitzah, it doesn't need to be explained. There's no shortage of Jewish tears. As a matter of fact, it's impossible. If you meet the Jew and you talk to the person long enough, it's not possible that he either won't cry or you won't hear about how much he cries. So the Navi couldn't understand. The Navi Yirmiya is wondering, and so are we. Rabbi Shalom, you revealed to us through the Tzaddik and through Chazal that even though Shari Tfilah, even though the gates for Tfilahs are closed and shut, but there's something that's called Shari Demos, when a Yid cries, when Jews are crying, Jews have Tzaras and they cry. They don't just speak to you, but they mamish cry, and they shed tears. The Shari Demos Lainanalo. So the Navi says, There's so much crying, especially, of course, at night, when others don't hear, others aren't around. So the Navi doesn't understand. How could it be that the Menachem, the simple chat, according to Muslim Farshim, is there, is talking about Mashiach, the name of Mashiach is Menachem. Ein lo Menachem. So, Barisham, how is it, how is it that there's an ocean of Jewish tears, Bokhe Sivke Balayla, and after all of these years, Ein lo Menachem, Mashiach isn't coming, Mashiach's not here to comfort us. There are others that learn that Menachem is talking about the Shechina Kedoshah herself, is not consoling and comforting us. So how could that be? It's another Teshavot. Menachem loy noishan. And redemption hasn't taken place. It's another Teshavot. Menachem Teshavot. So listen, what does the Navi explain? The Navi himself is shocked. Why not? How many tears does a Kaddish Baruch Hu need? For the Mechitza to fall down and for us to return to Yerushalayim in the right way. 
so that nobody is saying the answer. The answer is a painful one. We have to think about it and try to fix it today, tonight and tomorrow as much as we can. The Navi says, The dimasa alechaya. The reason is because each person's tears are falling on her own cheek. The dimasa alechaya. Moishe Yankel, Baruch and Shmiel, Sarah, Rivka, Rochaleya. Each person, each person is crying over his own sorrows. So there's a tear in this place, there's a tear in this, this year, there's another tear with that year. There are a lot, a lot of tears. But the Dimasa Alafia, each person's tears are over his own life himself. One is not crying over the other one. He's crying over himself. Now the Gemara says in Gittin, the Merdeke Maise, not time to go into it, but everybody knows the Maise, the son and the daughter of Yishmael Kayim Godel, the Merdeke Maise. The Gemara says, the son was taken as a slave, and the daughter was taken as a, as a servant, slave, as a shivcha. These two Goyim never saw such beautiful people in their lives, each one. So they spoke to each other and they said, you know, it's so beautiful if we marry these two off, if we bring them together. They didn't know their brother and sister. If we bring these two together, so we make a shidduch like this, then they'll have children and then we could have such, we could take the children, we'll divide the children amongst ourselves. So you know what happened. So Mardik and it was at night. There were no lights, and they wanted it to make something like that happen. So he, they put, they put the son of Rabbi Shmuel Kaingrodel into a corner of the room, into the room, and they put, and they put the daughter of Yishmael Kaingrodel into the room. Each one sat and was crying. They couldn't believe that they, they didn't know it was his sister, his brother, and they were crying. Each one in his corner. So they were crying the whole night. Adsha also, Hashacha, until the morning came. The Gemara says that he couldn't believe it. Here I am, the son of, of a Bishmolka and Godel, and they want to marry me off to a shivch, to a nobody, to a nothing, to some slave. And she was sitting in the other corner in the dark. And she's crying, I can't be, I'm the daughter of a Bishmolka and Godel, and they want to marry me off to do such a maisa, with who, with an avid, with a slave. Until the morning came. When the sun came up, they looked at each other and they saw his brother and sister, and it says they fell on each other and they cried until they died. And when the Tzaddikim said that we understand that the Mercedes and Shuas ain't going in Besamikdish Belayla, the Besamikdish is not built in the night. Because in the night, each one doesn't see the other one's sorrows. Every small kind of son is sitting in this corner, and the daughter is sitting in the other corner, and each one's crying over himself, how could this be my matzah in life? I can't believe this has come to me, such a matzah in my life. Each one is crying in his corner and her corner. Demasa alafia. Each one's tears are on her own cheek, on his own cheek. Ain't bayni mikdash balayla. The is not can't be built at night because in the night each one doesn't see the other one's pain. It's Amishkavi Balaylans. Amishkavi Balaylans. Each one crying over his own problem in the family. Each one crying over his own union with children, or Panos, or whatever it might be. 
And the Mosa Alechia, like the Maisa, I'm not going to go tell over the Maisa now, but everybody knows the Maisa with the Rebbe of Yitzhak <clears throat> the Maisa of Yitzhak the there was a Yid that had terrible service and came to him and he needed Yeshua and he said, works, I can't help you. And the Yid left. And then Rebbe Yitzhak went running after the wagon and stopped the wagon. And he came on the wagon and he threw himself in the Yid and he started to cry. He said, I'm so sorry. He says, why, Rebbe, I understand, you know, you can't help me, not Rebbe Yitzhak So Rebbe Yitzhak said, I can't help you, but when you told me that your child was dying, I, I can't believe that I didn't cry when you told that to me. And I, I'm so sorry. Then the two of them were holding each other, and both of them cried. And when they cried, each one on the other one, each one crying with the other. So they found out afterwards that when he got home, that that's the moment that there was a Yeshua, that the child's fever broke at that moment when Rebitzah Vurka cried because he felt the pneumius of the pain of a Jew who was losing a child. But as long as we're in this matzah of Dimas that each one's tear is only, the drop is only falling on each person. And remember, we learned from Yekiva, from Arugas Abayisim's explanation, that tears, tears of water, dripping water, is unbelievably powerful. It could break through the wall, it could break through Mechitza Shobazo, and it can go straight to the Kisa Kavid. But if the tears are divided and separated and they're not focused and falling together on one place, so then they're incapable of breaking through any, through any barrier, through any machitza. And now we understand the Medjush and what we could do. The Medjush says, it's brought also in the Gemara, it's slightly different, but Chazal tells us, there was a Maise at the time of the Churban, there was a Maise with a certain woman who lived in the same neighborhood with Rabban Gamliel. Now you know, the neighborhood we live in over here, so mostly it's private homes, there are a few apartments. I was in Yishlaim for the last few weeks, and Yishlaim went in an apartment across the Chatzah. Somebody says, good morning. Well, how does somebody yelling at somebody? The whole Chatzah is already talking about it. Because everybody hears the sounds coming from this apartment, from that apartment. So it says in the Medrash that there was a Isha Achaz, the Shahisa, the Shkenosa, Shabbat Gimliel, Vahayel, Abed, Shcharis, Umeis. She had a son. She had a son who died. This woman had a son who died. All day long she would shop and she would be with her friends and she was busy. So all day long she didn't cry. But whoever lost a child, Lorelena knows that when the night comes and when nobody else is around, it could be five years, it could be 50 years later. Not just over a child, but over someone who is lost, but especially Khalila, a child. There was somebody here from the shul, an older, older person, he should be well. I remember when we went, we went, I was once talking to him, I was in his house and he had a picture of his mother and the mother had passed away something like 60 years ago. I don't remember, 50, 60 years ago. And he showed me a picture, my wife and I, my wife and I said, well, she's so beautiful. And he said, you know that she died something like 60 years ago and there hasn't been a day that I haven't cried about it. My 
And she would cry at night. And the manager says, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel, you have to listen to hear. If you have your radio on, or if you're listening to something else, you don't hear. But it says that Rabbi Gamliel would hear her crying. Listen to the Medrash. When he would listen to, he would hear the woman crying over her child. She wasn't crying over anything religious. She was crying as a mother cries over a child who, who died. When he'd hear this woman cry over her child, he would remember, he would think about the Churm Besamikdash. And he would begin to cry together with that woman who was across the huts in the courtyard someplace. He would begin to cry. Till his eyelashes started falling out because every night when this woman would cry in her room over her child, Rabbi Gamliel would hear him, Gamliel would remember Besamikdash, and then he would cry, and then the Talmudim saw that they had to arrange a different place for him to live. They took him somewhere. Only a person who's been in such a matzah can imagine what it means the pure tears of a Jewish mother crying over the loss of a child but the tears of that mother, Rabbi Gamliel, heard her cry. And Rabbi Gamliel saw and knew the tears that were falling on her cheek were her, were her tears on her cheek. They were, they were creating maybe a hole in that woman's own cheek. And what does the tzaddik do? You know the story also, Rabbi Yitzhak after he was nifter, everybody knows the famous Maisa. Shalem used to say it over. It's a famous Maisa without going to the Maisa, but you know the Maisa that, that after he was nifter, his best friend, Ramendel Kotsky, didn't know what happened to him. And Ramendel Kotsky went, however, the Tzadik goes to Shemaim to look for the Vorka for his friend. So you remember he. He went to Mashiach, and he asked, where's Rabbi Tzadvorka? He went to Moshe Rabbeinu, he went to Abnavino, where's Rabbi Tzadvorka? And he said, oh no, we saw him go someplace to this place, as far as Chayisvos, where there was a Shemaim. And Mendel Kotzke was able to get to such a place, and he came finally to this frightening, frightening forest, whatever that means, in Shemaim. It's obviously one Ruchnis. And he came, then he saw Rabbi Tzadvorka. He saw Rabbi Tzadvorka was sitting on a rock, and there was a huge ocean that went higher than the highest place in Shemayim. And remember, Kotsky asked the worker, what are you doing here, Yitzchak? Why don't you go there waiting for you by Mashiach, by Avramavina, by Shorbanim? Why don't you go to your place in Gan Eden? And Yitzchak pointed with his stick and he said to the Kotsky, what's this? You know what this is? And remember, Kotsky said, I don't know what this is. He said, this is an ocean of all the Jewish tears. In the same way that when I was in this, when I was in the world down below, I never left a Jew. I never left a Jew, like we saw, I never left a Jew with a tear on his cheek. So too, I swear, I am not going from this place until this ocean of Jewish tears has dried up. I swear I will not leave this place. What does the tzaddik do? And the Barishal wants us to be a little tzaddikim and tzaddikim today, tonight, and tomorrow, a little bit to the best of our ability. You know what the tzaddik does? 
the tzaddik knows where all tears come from. Rabbi said, I know it's late, but if it would be regular with the Shabbos, it would be much later. It's Tishabav. Where all tears come from? The woman's tears are coming from her child that she missed. And she's sitting over the picture, looking, staring at this picture. Ram Gimliel would listen to her cry. And what? The Sadiq understands that the reason that there are still Jewish children that are dying, the reason that there are still Jewish mothers who are crying, is because of the Chorban Besamekdash. Because of the Hisrachakus, because we're not Al Shulchan Avinu, we were taken from our father's table. Because of the Chorban Besamekdash, because Shchind is Begalusa, the Shchind is in Galas, because, because we're not living in a, in a, in a world that is near the Sachtayim, where the Baran Shalom is not with us in this world, so in the middle of the world, the world is filled with Tsar and Agnes Nefesh and Sebrach and Kait, and each person crying this one over his Indian, her Indian. And the Mela, as a result of that, each person's tears are someplace else. What does the Tzaddik do? Rabbi Gimliel understood. Rabbi Gimliel the Tzaddik knows that the cherish of all Jewish tears is is what is the Chum Besamekdash, the cherish of all Jewish tears, the root of all crying of all of all sorrows, is the separation between Knesset Yisrael, between Knesset Yisrael and Kadosh Baruch Hu Shchina and and Kuchibichu. Because of this separation, and therefore, what does the tzaddik do? The tzaddik goes to the world and he hears this woman crying, and he was afraid. He knew that these were tears that were only on her cheek. Nobody else knew, nobody else cared. It was her own tears. She only cried over her child. Rebbe the Tzadah goes to the world, reaching out his hand, listening and catching the tears of Jews to bring them together, to bring all the tears together, and to bring these tears together. And when they all come together, it's an unbelievable ocean of tears. And the Rubus Abraisim said by Rabbi Kiva, by the Maiser Rabbi Kiva, that if each tear is falling in a separate place, each drop of water falls in a separate place, it can't break through any mechitzas, it can't make a hole through stone. So the Barishom is Megalatos, that since the Chobmes and Mikdash is a wall, and Chazal have taught us that tears can break down that wall. And Rabbi Gimliel took the personal, private, Sar of one Jewish woman, of one tear that was on one Jewish cheek, Demosalachia, and everyone understands, and it's the deacon we have to try to understand, that if each person's tears are not connected to the Besa Mikdash, are not connected to other Jewish tears, then it's Demosalachim, and Mele, Einlam, and Achim. The Mele, it's another Tishabov, and Einlam, and Achim, and the Menachem, the Shia Tzikainu, is not here. But Rabbi Gimel understood that the reason that there is a lonely Jewish woman staring at their son's picture crying is because It all goes back to the Chorum Besamikdash, which is Shechina and Golis, which is the separation between Kuchibrichu and Knesset Yisrael. 
And that's what Rashi says at the beginning of Eicha Bochay Sivke Belayla. Shekol ha-Bochay Belayla Shemea Kailai Bochay Imai. When somebody cries at night, when it's quiet, other people hear the crying and they don't even know where it's coming from, they don't even know what it's about. But whoever hears the crying is Bochimo and suddenly becomes a whole symphony of people crying. But it all goes back to that one person who's crying and everybody who hears this begins to cry. And now we can understand why is it that in all the generations that have passed since the Chorbans, <clears throat> the Tzadikim, the Chachmei Adoris did not establish Tzaymai's special days of fasting and of keenness. Since that time, we have the Tzaymas, we have the fast days that are all connected to, of course, to the Besamikdash, the Chorbim. And even in our generation, the question was asked of all the tzaddikim of our generation, why don't we establish, why don't the tzaddikim get together, and why don't they establish a day, a special day, a different day, a special day over the Chorban that took place in Europe. And the Chazanish was asked, and the Briskerov was asked, and the Ramayusha was asked, the Lubavitcher Rebbe was asked, the Soloveitchik was asked, the Satmarov was asked, the Klosnberg, all the Tzaddikim of our generation after the Holocaust to ask for our Boisai, how could it be that a separate day is not made? With keenness and with fasting over what happened since we know there was never such a sorrow that had befallen the Jewish people that those who learned the Sefer, they kind of remember where the Rebbe said in the beginning, at the beginning of the Milcham, he said, no, no, we had sorrows before. There was a Chumis HaMikdash, we had sorrows. There was an Inquisition, there were pogroms. But then later in the Milcham, a short time before he, before he was killed, before the ghetto was liquidated, then the Pisesna said that the emesis, the emesis, and it's in a footnote, the emesis that never ever has there been such a thing in the history of our people like what took place in those years of fury, of fire between 1939 and 1945. There was never such a thing. So they asked all the tzaddikim. And all the tzaddikim, Chazanish, Briskarov, Salavetsi, Lubat Sherebi, Klozman, Gassadra, all the tzaddikim said the same Yisrael. That we see in the keenness of Tishbah Lamashal, in the keenness that we're going to say tomorrow, that we have Lamashal Akina of the Harugi Hakehilas from the time of the Crusades, right? We have we have Akinas for the Crusades. So time of the Crusades, we have Kina. So the Sadiqim said that we see from here that the Chachamim of the generations did not set up a different day, they understood that there must be one day of Bechila Dairais, one concentrated laser beam focused day of Bechias, and they understood that all the turrets from a woman in her neighborhood crying over a son that's lost that nobody even remembers his name, and it's not in the newspaper anymore, and there's no longer any memorials, and no one thinks about it. And when you go to the kever, there's already not even a rock anymore except for one Jewish mother. And there's already grass growing over the kever. And they don't remember what it is. And I was, in, I was looking at Kvaris, but you don't even see the names anymore. You don't even know who's there. And who's crying and who remembers? 
Rebbech of the Barisalam wanted and Sadiqim explained that from that from those private, from the smallest private tears of a person crying over the loss of his own child, over his own panasa, over his own shalom bias, whatever it might be, whatever he's crying about, about a child losing his toy, about somebody failing a test, whatever it might be, but the Bible wanted to take one day, and in that one day from the tears of that woman, all the way to the tzaddik yisad oilam of Rabbi Gamliel, and that kina that we say by the Kehilas of the Crusaders, you know. One day of the year for the Holocaust. What does it mean one day? Whoever comes from a family of Holocaust survivors knows that every day was Tishabov. Every day growing up was Tishabov. And when it wasn't Tishabov, it was making believe that it's not Tishabov, but the children knew that it was really Tishabov. Every day was Tishabov. It was faking that it's Simchas Torah. It was faking that it's Purim. So the Mekainite says, Me ten crying special days, I would never stop crying. So the Chazanista Biskorov had one plus regular Bob Shabbos said he can say the same thing. Rabbi Shabir, they all said the same thing. We would never stop crying. Every day is crying. But the Ikkurs of the Bar Shalom showed us through the Chacham and through Tishmah that his Ratzin is that we have one day. And in that one day, we should pour all of our tears, that I should collect tears from my own life, that I remember of my failures, my disappointments, my losses, to think of my friend, what my parents have gone through, what my children have gone through, what people in my shul have gone through, what Yidin have gone through, and to gather these tears and to remember on this day of Tishma, it's the day of Chum Mesamikdash, like when we meet Nizkish, Shalichar Mesamikdash, you remember the Chum Mesamikdash, that what? That the reason that we're crying all of these years is Kirachak Mimani Menache Meshiv Nafshi is because of Chor Mesamikdash and Golas of Shinta Begluza. That's why Parnasa, Shalom is Saras, it's all coming from Chor Mesamikdash. So that they want on the day of Tishabah, which is the day of Chor Mesamikdash, where we understand, we're able to think that we can gather our tears together. And we shouldn't be Alechiyah, it shouldn't be Amishkarvi by Leilos, my crying, my Saras. But instead, the Avoidah, this is our Avoidah right now, Tishabah. The Avoidah of Tishabah is to try like Rebbe Gamliel. Like a Mitzvah Vorka, to try to gather together, first of all, I can gather the tears of my own life, of my own fails, of my own disappointments, my own losses, and who doesn't have, to gather together my tears, and to start to think about other tears. You think the mothers and the fathers, from the children, from the Kedosh Eliot, from the Yeshivas, Mir you think they're not crying every day since that happened, until Tisha B'Av, they're not crying every day and night. They haven't stopped crying. But the Baruch Hashem wants us on Tisha B'Av. But not just Alechia, my tears, but to gather together the tears of all of those Jews, ourselves and other Jews right now. People who have children who are sick. Children who have parents who are sick. All kinds of sorrows Hashem Yerachim. The tears that we have 
the tears there are tears also of cherpa, of cherpa sa'almanasayach. You mean tears of embarrassment and shame, and there are also tears of embarrassment, tears of embarrassment that the that the that the mosque is still standing in the Harabayas, and that our enemies are laughing and making fun of us, and that what. And the Jews and the Jews are begging and screaming that they should send us back corpses so we can send them what? So we can send them murderers and terrorists of Jewish children. And the tears of Kherpa of the mother of the parents of to understand what that means, those tears of humiliation of our people, the embarrassment and humiliation. This is the this is the Israel that we beg the God to send us dead Jews so we should send them murderers. A person with a Jewish heart can't stop crying. So very shalom, we're asking you. We know that Shalom Allah says, call in the Cholom, so all of the rivers return to the sea. And all of these tears from every Jew throughout all of history since Chormes and Mikdash, they all return to this one ocean of the Chorb, to this one ocean, to this one ocean of Jewish suffering and Jewish misery. And it's Tishabah, that one day, everything comes to this one day. But we don't understand. How is it possible that the ocean is not already full? Therefore, we're asking Kaddish Baruch there should be an end. And that each and every one of us should be Zaycha, thinking of our own and then thinking of others, and then remembering and remembering and gathering together tears, all different kinds of tears from all Jewish faces, from every single person that we could think of to gather together those tears. From the face of Rachel Imenu, the beautiful face of Rachel Imenu. Mini Kailach, Mi Bechi, Veinach, Mi Dima. I mentioned the other day, I was talking to some Chev, I mentioned the other day that the Shabbos of Batamas, we went with the family Shabbos of Batamas to Yad Vashem. And they fixed it up now, more in Gashmias than in Ruchnias, a little bit they fixed it up. For those who have been there the last year or two, it's, it's <laughs> and there's a mahalach here. Those who have been there know that you go from this mahalach, it's like a long row, uh, different rooms and different things to go through that long room, that long hallway that has these different rooms, and you know you're trapped in that place because it's made in such a way that it takes you from one place to the other. An ocean of tears. And then when it's all finished, when you're done with that whole building, and you go to the end after all the rooms, so you come to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Those who have been there know what I'm talking about. You come to this beautiful place, and this big, this big like mirpas over there that's overlooking, that's overlooking the hills of Yushalayim. And all I could think about the whole time was a very shalom. It should only be so easy. 
that we should be finished with all of those rooms, that we have already walked through all of those places, and that we should come to this place, that when our eyes open up from the nightmare of our godless, that we should open up our eyes and see, the, we should see Zion, Yushalayim, the Arei Yehuda, we should see this. But I was thinking the whole time that it's not enough. But in Ikeisi Dabam Lo Nikeisi Vashem Shaykhin Bitsiyon. Should, we should be zayichet to see these mountains and these trees and filled with Jewish children playing and running and climbing. We should see it, but there should be rivers of our enemies' blood flowing in these places. That all of that blood from those rooms is already finished, it's done. So each and every one of us has to be more These Bechiyas. And to remember where they come from. And to try that they should be focused in this place. And that all of our tears should be put into this one, one, into this one container. And to cry out to the Jboku, and on the Bichir Betsi and the Mispeid Biyushalayim, how much longer will they be crying in Siyayim, and Mispeid and eulogizing in Yushalayim, Terachim Siyayim, Rabbi Shalom, Herachmanus on Siyayim, Visivna Chaimais Yushalayim, and rebuild the walls of Yushalayim. We should each and every one of us be Zaycha for that time, to see the Nakama, to see the Nakama. To see Hashivainu Hashem Elechav and Hashuva Chadesha Menu Kekedem, the Gula Hashlem Vahamitis, Mehemia Menu Amen Vahamein.